Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading Matthew chapter 12, verses 15 through 21. When Jesus became aware of this, and this being the plot of the Pharisees to destroy him, he departed. Many crowds followed him, and he cured them all, and he ordered them not to make him known. This is to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved, with whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not wrangle or cry aloud, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He will not break a bruised reed or quench a smoldering wick until he brings justice to victory. And in his name, the Gentiles will hope. Man, there's some good words in there. First of all, we see that Jesus is now on the run for his life a little bit. He knows that people are out to get him. Uh, But even amongst that, he doesn't go into hiding. He doesn't disappear. He People follow him and he cures them all. There are other places in Scripture where it says he has compassion on the crowds. Um, Jesus, this word compassion in the, in the New Testament is like having your gut wrenched. You know, like a gut-wrenching pain that you suffer uh, emotionally or whatever. Uh, Jesus sees people and he just immediately feels that kind of pain in his gut that they need this life. They need healing. And so Jesus cures them all. And then he tells them not to say anything. Now, maybe this is just pure self-preservation. It's not his time to go to the cross and these people are out to get him. But maybe, and probably more likely, and according to uh, Matthew here, it seems like he sees this verse of Isaiah being fulfilled. Uh, Jesus didn't want to make a big deal about himself. Because even though he was God, as Philippians 2 says, he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. And so he does not need this great following for his ego's sake. And so he tells people not to say anything. Of course, we know from Scripture that people go tell everyone anyway, which is what happens when you find real life. Like you want everyone to know about it. But Matthew says this was to fulfill the prophet Isaiah. And the big thing in this prophecy in Isaiah is that this one, this servant who is to come that we know is fulfilled in Jesus, is is supposed to proclaim justice and good news to the Gentiles. So in Jesus' day, this would be unheard of. The Gentiles were sinners. They were often called the dirty dog Gentiles, maybe in our our language. Jews did not like Gentiles. There was a racial divide. 
We still have those in our day. Um, and it says this, this Messiah, this servant, would come and proclaim good news to the Gentiles. Uh, it says he won't wrangle or cry aloud. He won't make a big deal about himself. And no one will hear his voice in the streets. In other words, he will go about in this kind of quiet fashion, telling people not to know or make him known. Um, he won't break a bruised reed. In other words, he will be gentle. He will not just come to destroy those who are hurting or quench a smoldering wick until he brings justice to victory. Until this good news, until this message of justice and peace and love is proclaimed. And it says, and in his name, the Gentiles will hope. So here is Matthew seeing later the connection. Surely people in Jesus' day missed the connection. They were actually angered by the connection that the Gentiles were going to receive the salvation. We know that in Nazareth, in Jesus' hometown, in the book of Luke, they all speak well of him until he talks about the good news going to the Gentiles, and then they want to throw him off a cliff. So in Jesus' day, they weren't making this connection, but after Pentecost, after Peter goes and ministers to the Gentiles and realizes they've been given the same Spirit of God, now Matthew, looking back, says, oh, yeah, he connects the dots from Isaiah to Jesus, that this Messiah was one whom even the Gentiles would hope. So that says to me this, first of all, most of us probably on this recording, watching this, are Gentiles. Unless you're 100% full-blood Jew, you would be considered a Gentile in Jesus' day. So that's good news for us. But also, it means that God pushes past the boundaries that we create, the racial boundaries, the boundaries of who's in and who's out. So the Gentiles would have never been thought as the recipients of salvation. So who are the people in your world that you think, oh, no way they would ever be worthy of the salvation? Hopefully no one. But we kind of tend to create those boxes. And, and Jesus always goes beyond our boundaries. And he reaches out to people who need hope. And those people may look very different than you or, or me. But the gospel is good news for all people and even people that we might not suspect. And so this is what today's uh, morning meditation really says to us. First of all, Jesus came to bring hope and healing to all. And second of all, there are people in our lives um, that, that maybe we have kind of put outside of the box of Christianity, of faith. And we need to never do that. If I learned anything this week at my district assembly, it was to never give up on people, even if they seem to be completely against the faith. Because we heard story after story of people coming to know Jesus, and generally through the love of a church family. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.